today, John Bolton wades into the Atlantic con- controversy surrounding anonymous sources. Kamala Harris visits Jacob Black and family. And President Trump says he will pull funding from schools teaching the 1619 Project. I have a feeling our panelists are going to have a little bit to say about that. Uh, it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Glenn Beck, the one and only Glenn Beck, back in the building. It's great. The chat is here. Yes, and Chad Prather. It is, because it's the first time I've been back on with Glenn that, that he's not on a television screen. We're big fans you of know? each other. Yeah. And you, of course. Uh, 100%. But, yeah. but mostly but mostly yourselves. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize that you guys hadn't seen each other since Glenn. Well, we've seen each other. Like, we've passed. You're like, we're like, like two guys that would be best buddies, but neither of us have time. No. <laughs> no. And so it's like, we've got to get together. We really have to get our, our family We really and do. And yeah, and then happens. it never happens. Never happens. Uh, all right. Well, we've had a lot happen over the long weekend. Uh, namely, we talked about this on the show. I talked about it with Stu and Pat mm-hmm. on Friday. But the whole Atlantic story controversy, obviously a very left-leaning magazine, The Atlantic, uh, triggered a tsunami of controversy for uh, the president last week after they published a story claiming Trump referred to fallen American soldiers as, quote, losers and suckers. Now, it was based on four anonymous sources. And uh, after the story surfaced, they had, I believe it was like five Multiple sources go on record saying this never happened. Never happened. I was there. This never happened. There including, were FOIA. Including, including John Bolton, who just wrote an anti-Trump book. Yes. If there's anybody who's going to say I, this happened, right. it's John Bolton. Right. No love lost there. <laughs> he said absolutely untrue. Yeah. So and here is a little bit of a John Bolton coming to surprisingly coming to President Trump's defense. Watch. According to what that article said, uh, the president made uh, disparaging remarks about our soldiers, the people buried at the Anmarn Cemetery, uh, in connection with the decision for him not to go to the ceremony that was planned that afternoon. And, and that's, that was simply false. I don't know who told the author that, but that was false. And I recounted that in, uh, in my book, The Room Where It Happened, and, and uh, reaffirmed that in response to questions the next day. He's like, I'm trying to profit off of mm-hmm. my relationship with Trump. If there's anyone mm-hmm. who would tell you this, it's me. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you it didn't happen it didn't in this happen. conversation. So here's the thing. There were only four. So this is a pretty substantial story. There were only four sources, all of them off the record. So poor Kevin. Kevin works on research. He started doing research on Friday. <laughs> Yesterday he calls. He's like, I've only gone back three years. He read every single edition of The Atlantic oh for the God. last three years. Stop. No, he did. Is he on Suicide Watch? Oh, yeah. And I said, <laughs> Kevin, you didn't need to do all that. And he's like, I wanted to be thorough. We've posted it at glenbeck.com. It's like 29 pages about how they address Trump in every issue. Every issue, every article takes a slam at Trump. Every issue... Every article takes a slam at Trump. Um, it is, it's not left-leaning. Mm-hmm. It is ter- Trump derangement syndrome, but it is also part of this Marxist movement to destroy America. They have articles about revolution. They have articles about overthrowing the government. Uh, they have all of it, all of it. This is a hit piece of the worst 
kind mm -hmm. and should be fairly obvious. I mean, nobody reads The Atlantic. Right. There's a reason. There's a reason. <laughs> Chad. It's interesting you bring up Marxism because Marxism has snuck into every facet of our culture. It has secretly been uh, brought in and not only brought in but endorsed. And we don't even know we're endorsing it anymore. Uh, and it's in the mainstream. It's not even through just things that are unread such as the Atlantic. We're seeing it in music. We're seeing it in it's Hollywood. and tele It's everywhere. And we don't even know. We're, we're, we're just being inundated with it. And we're absorbing this stuff. And so what we're seeing is this anti-American sentiment. I can remember when I was in Iowa doing some shows back when we were doing the Star Spangled Banter comedy tour. And, and one of the promoters said, you should change that name. And I said, Star Spangled Banter? And she said, yeah, it sounds a little patriotic. I said, that's the point. <laughs> she goes, that kind of doesn't appeal to us on the left. And I said, well, then you're not the kind of person I'm trying to appeal to. <laughs> now, I say all that to say this. They know at The Atlantic and so many people in the media and so many people, these so called journalists that are out there, they know that there are certain things that we're just not going to budge on. One is our military. We're not going to disparage our veterans. We're not going to do that with our active duty men and women in the service. And so they're trying to go as low as they possibly can. Racism doesn't work. Uh, the, the, you know, collusion doesn't work. You know what? Let's make him against the military. Mm -hmm. So this is just another one of those tactics to sneak this in because now they've spent three years, almost four years saying Trump said this, Trump said this, Trump said this. But here's the real thing. He went after the military. Now, all of you Trump supporting conservative patriots, y'all know where to go get him. Mm. So in 2005, I started doing research on um, past revolutions. And I talked to uh, scholars over in Europe. I talked to them uh, in South America, here in, here in America. Anybody who had really studied revolutions. And they all have certain things in common. And for a revolution to be successful, you have to have the media. You have to have enough in the ruling class to be able to be your cushion for that. You have to have a good street game. You have to be on the streets. You have to be one with the people. And those people have to be willing to rise up and riot in the streets. There's a couple of other things. You have to have an education system. There's another one. And the last one is the military. Mm -hmm. You have to have enough in the military to be on your side. If you can't capture the military, it's the last piece to fall. They have everything else. They've, they've destroyed us with all of the rest. The only thing they don't have, I'm sorry, it was police and military were mm -hmm. the last two. They're destroying the police, and now what they're doing is they're trying to destroy the military and pit the military against itself. Mm -hmm. So there will, be, there will be a split in the military. Enough will go this way and enough will go that way to where once you split it, it can't stand. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening. You're in the very last phase of preparation for revolution and takeover of a country. So how does that, is there any stopping it at yes, this point? A, so what do you do? A righteous and moral people who have a frickin' spine and won't care about losing their job or being smeared or not being liked that will stand up and say, enough! Enough people just standing up to the teachers' union, mm -hmm. just standing up to that, would mm -hmm. collapse what is happening in our schools. If enough Americans said, I've had enough, and they all pulled their kids out of school, 
It would be a statement that would shake the world. They're not willing to do it. Nobody's willing. When you are fighting against someone who has a death wish, remember, they can burn this whole thing down. They're happy. Mm -hmm. They can all die. They're happy. If you're fighting against that and you're not willing to go all in, you lose. And that's where we are. <laughs> They're suicide bombers is what they are. I mean, if you're willing to run through your own Molotov cocktail. If, I, this, <laughs> isn't, if this isn't, if this isn't Nothing the to best lose. case for the, uh, for the domestic terror label, mm-hmm. I don't know what is. Up in Rochester this weekend, that's what that was. Domestic terrorism. They are trying to terrify people so they can have a political change. That's the very definition yeah. Of of domestic terror. You brought up uh, what happened in Rochester. Let's take a look at uh, what happened. Unbelievable over the weekend. They took over, uh, you know, just shopping centers, people eating, just trying to have a, a nice dinner with their families, with their friends. They were forced to leave. If you're watching on, on Blaze TV or on YouTube, you can see this. If you're listening to the podcast, they're over here breaking, you know, throwing off silverware, breaking glasses. At one point, they take uh, chairs and just start throwing them. But I like also saying to them, we're not going to hurt you. We're not going to hurt you. Really? <laughs> okay. I don't believe you. Right. I don't believe you. Hopefully, these are some people from the suburbs that realize, holy crap, this is Rochester, New York. It's now in my town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Rochester's a liberal town. It is by and large a liberal town. I've done shows in Rochester, and people are like, I can't believe you're having that racist in here, that conservative guy that's yeah. coming to do this. So, right, so <laughs> I'm sure they do. So, yeah, you, you see these things that are going on, and you're right, Glenn. It's going to take somebody with a spine that steps up and says this is... But somebody asked me years ago, they said, do you think we're going to have a civil war? I said, no, nah, we're too lazy. We've already chosen the Kardashians, right? Because people aren't going to pull their kids out. They're not going to stand up to this kind of thing. Um, you know, and these mobs are so used to pushing around and bullying unarmed people in the urban areas. When they do come to the suburbs and out to the country, then it's going to get very problematic. I have a bucket of 45 shells that spilled out on my office floor the other day. I still haven't picked up. I just step over them because they're just extra bullets, you know, <laughs> laying around. I, I'm not advocating for violence, and I hate the fact that I've even got to say I'm not advocating for violence. But I'll just say, if you bring the violence to me, the violence is going to be met with violence. I will tell you, I just spent the weekend up at my ranch, and oh... There are a lot of people that are preparing. The hills have eyes, Glenn. Yep. The I mean, they're just they're it's watching. not going to be tolerated yeah. in the heart of the country. It's just not. Yeah. And if the feds come in and say, hey, 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 hmm, I don't think they'll be welcome either. It, there, there is the people who are in the center of the country um, who still believe in self-control and self-rule and self-determinism, they are not, they're not going to bring it, they're not going to go out as a mob and like, for it. we're a posse, we're going to go find it. You cross their threshold or their property with a gun, they will shoot you dead. Yeah. And they have every right to do it. They do, but I wonder if the people who are pulling the strings for all of these uh, rioters on the ground, who we know are useful idiots, right? But the people pulling the strings, I wonder if that's what they want. Because wouldn't it be nice for them, knowing that the media will run coverage for them if someone happens to get shot? 
get killed at, during this, then they're a martyr, right? And the back. media We're gets at a to point report right. that Well, way. I mean, my gosh, you got Kamala Harris who's going to see Jacob Blake trying yeah. to say, well, it's a great family. They're already trying to create martyrs out of this By police By the way, where's Melissa, Alyssa Milano on that one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. And the whole Me Too movement, right. all of that. So, but back to this point, like I said, they're too used to bullying around unarmed people in urban areas. They, this is, this is Saul Alinsky's, you know, rules for radicals. Your play is playing out in exactly what you said with the revolutionaries. These people fancy themselves revolutionaries, but they've never been met with force. They haven't been. I am not for the Proud Boys or any other right wing groups going in and driving their trucks through or doing anything. I'm not for that. I denounce that, unlike the mayor or the, the, the lady that's running for mayor in Portland who refuses to denounce the violence. I denounce things like that. But if you come to me. Right then that's a different story yeah. because we're not going to have that. It's just not going to happen in my neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've got more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor. I, this is this is quite timely. iTarget Pro. We want to thank our sponsor, <laughs> iTarget yeah, Pro. Not all of us have 45s just laying around <laughs> in the ground. So I, mean, I, gotta I, have to wear, I have to wear snowshoes. <laughs> I haven't put a dent in this ammo. <laughs> <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you don't have uh, the money that Chad has to just like waste all of your 45 <laughs> ammunition all over the floor, which is most of us, the average American, uh, you want iTarget Pro because it actually pays for itself in all of the money that you're going to spend in range fees, in ammunition costs. Uh, iTarget Pro is one of the best ways to dry fire train with your gun at home. You can use their proprietary app that they have and the laser bullet that is specific to your caliber gun. It is convenient. It's safe. You're not going to shoot holes in your walls or in your couches. And uh, you can make it a family affair. You can do, have you guys ever done like a, a, con- a family contest with the little target that they give you? Are you yeah. kidding me? All the time. It's so fun. Oh, yeah, all it, the time. My Actually, it was the way my, my son first handled my weapon and yeah. fired using iTarget Pro mm-hmm. and he was way too good for my, my own comfort I, I level. One my son and I are, we're, yeah. we're close. Yeah. I had a viewer of, of our show who who set up range lanes for different calibers really? with the iTarget in their garage whenever the coronavirus hit. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Mm. That's really fun. Uh, so you can train at home. It comes in all major calibers including 223 and 556 so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Mm-hmm. Right now you can get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code NEWS. It is itargetpro.com. You will get free shipping plus 10% off if you use offer code NEWS. That is itargetpro.com. Back in just a minute. As Chad alluded to before the break, Kamala Harris actually visited the family of police shooting victim and also alleged uh, sexual assaulter. I'd like to just add that in there. Jacob Blake. Now, this comes after Joe Biden actually visited with his family. Mm. And uh, she says that she expressed to Blake how proud of him she is. That is so Mm. cute. Yes. So all you have to do is rape your girlfriend, Mm -hmm. then get a court order to stay away, then go to her house. She then has to pick up the call, pick up the phone, call police, say she's endangered by a guy who is supposed to be kept away by a court order. Then when the police come, you need to scuffle with him, Mm -hmm. then say you have a knife, then reach into your car. That's all you have to do to be a hero. That's all you have to do. Unbelievable. That's nice. Great person, great family. I don't know... Why they dislike um, 
Weinstein so badly. Um, That's a great point. I mean, you do it I'm once. I'm telling you, the left it's, hasn't I mean, does loved. Does it matter a, how many times you do it? No, I would hope the not. The left hasn't loved a rapist like this since Epstein. I mean, they just yeah, haven't. They so haven't. It, it's it, good. I mean, it's a good deal. And then, you know, the father is a, is a raging anti-Semite. The the whole family to come out and say this. I mean, that ought to be a demonstration to everyone just how far Kamala Harris is off the just off the reservation. Hey, Stephen, do you have the uh, Kamala Harris uh, picture from this morning? Because uh, Kamala Harris, a uh, friend of mine is Sabo, you know, the artist, the, mm-hmm. the, the radical uh, conservative mm-hmm. artist in California. He uh, put up some pictures in uh, San Francisco this weekend. Oh, boy. Uh, there it is. Uh, oh, my goodness gracious. This he is said, why you got to watch on TV, folks. Yeah, he said that when he put those up, he said, oh I've God. never had this reaction before. This is in San Francisco. He put this up. Do you have the other one of Nancy Pelosi? Wow. At the, at the bus stop? I, yeah, he's, uh, he's pulling it up. So he, uh, he put these up. He said, I've never had this reaction before. Uh, he said, people in San Francisco were laughing and saying, those are tremendous. Yeah. Usually he gets really? heat. Yeah, that's what I was, I thought you were oh, going to say no. he got in trouble. Oh, no. The people really? in San Francisco are sick of them. they got to be sick of it. Yeah, sick of them. Wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, the people running these cities, let, let's look at the, I mean, the just look roving at the, blackouts. Look, and, look at the sidewalk of that city. Yeah. yeah. You want to live in that city? Look no. at all of it. I mean, and you, you know, shutting down the power. Uh, you know, the mayor's coming out saying we've got to shut down the power. These people suck at SimCity, right? Like <laughs> that video game. They had to suck <laughs> at that game because they don't know how to run a state. They don't know how to run, but they're doing it like little despots. So I think people are sick of it. That's why they're leaving the state in droves. Don't. Come to Texas. Not don't come spineless. Don't come spineless. Spineless is the key word of the day. Don't come spineless. And that's the thing. They've as much as they're fed up with it, they don't know how to do anything about it. I know. So what they do is they come here and they vote the exact same way because they've never known anything any different. You know, I went to I went to Rick Perry and I said, Rick, please, let me help produce something that runs before every movie. You know, Mm -hmm. like, hey, turn off your cell phones. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Perry. <laughs> Welcome to Texas. In Texas, we do things a little differently. And um, we don't vote for higher taxes for stuff that other people can buy themselves. You know, just yeah. run down that thing. Oh, and turn off your cell phone before the movie starts. <laughs> I think we need one of those. Yeah, because well, when I'm all... governor, guess yeah. what? In 22, <laughs> yeah. we'll make sure that happens. <laughs> Welcome to the multiplex, folks. My name is Chad Brady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to move to, uh, you know, we're talking about at the at the beginning of the show, all of the Marxist, uh, you know, rhetoric and how they're infiltrating our schools. Uh, Sunday, in an early morning Twitter announcement, President Trump said that the Department of Education is considering investigating whether schools are teaching the 1619 project with Glenn, which, Glenn, I know that you have done many a special mm-hmm. into, many a delving <clears throat> so two into. weeks ago, I had the Secretary of Education on the Wednesday night mm-hmm. special talking about this, and I said, why can't you defund? Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, we're looking into that. Mm-hmm. So obviously they were looking into yeah. that and uh, got it done. Tomorrow, with education, I mean, people don't, at first, they don't think of critical theory as communism or Marxism. They don't, they don't, They've lost the connection to the evil that that really is because it's just been washed out of our society. Um, it, but it is it is 
everywhere. And there is no better way to describe it than using the word evil. It is evil. It is destructive in every possible way. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow we're doing a, an episode. They have changed the sex ed curriculum uh, for the first time in 25 years. Okay, it's already in California and New York, I believe, maybe in other states um, we just voted on it in Texas. I was gone, so I don't know how we voted, but I think it's probably going to be in Texas as well. It's all from the teachers union and the U.N. and Black Lives Matter. It is. Well, let me just say this tomorrow on the show. I have to blur the pictures. I legally have to blur the pictures because you could make the case. We've checked with attorneys on this. Glenn, they could make the case that you should feel the full uh, force of the federal government on this. You could go to jail for 30 years for showing that on the Internet because it would be deemed pedophilia if you show it. There are only two places you can show it legally in a museum and in a schoolroom. To your kindergartners and your third graders and your fifth graders, it is horrifying, horrifying. But the point is, I can't show you how bad it is without possibly going to jail. God. That's how bad it is. And people don't understand. It is a full on attack. We are at war with the left and their goal is to kill the American dream, the American promise, the Constitution, and anyone who disagrees with them. And they will do it. Mm -hmm. We must come together and just stand for the America we know and love and just say, no, no, not, not my kid's school. Nope. We live in a world, we live in a culture, we live in a country where Cardi B has been made relevant by a presidential candidate. That should tell you everything you need to know. We have legalized, we have laundered, we have laughed at things that ultimately are sin. They're things that are a rebellious, uh, they're rebellious against human nature. They're rebellious against uh, the Judeo-Christian ethic, for it, which matters to me. Look, hey, if I, if I go to a church, and that church preaches heresy, I'm going to defund that church I, with my own Personally, pocketbook. Yeah. Personally, I will defund that church. Why do we allow heresy to be taught, historical heresy to be taught in our schools and we continue to put up with it? The 1619 Project is that way. Things such as this pedophilia porn, which is being passed off as sex education. All of that stuff is something that flies in the face of things that people, normal people, people with common sense, critical thinkers, folks like yourselves watching this show, you know it's wrong. But yet we've continued to tolerate it. And in the name of toleration, we are now being owned by it because they never wanted equality. They wanted control. It is the agenda of BLM. It is the agenda of Antifa. It is the agenda of the LGBTQ. When are people going, when are people going to realize that when the um, California Assembly moves to strike down a mm -hmm. constitutional amendment that says you cannot discriminate on race. Mm -hmm. And the reason why they do it is because they want to discriminate against white people. Right. Mm -hmm. At what point do you not say, this may be a dangerous group? I mean, I, I, 
And the I, same legislation passes without any opposition uh, bills that say we will give gender reassignment from taxpayer money and also hormone therapy to children. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, and nobody opposes I, that. I am, I am, I'm actually, somebody asked me today, Stu did, because I said, Stu, tell me about the polls. And he said, <laughs> well, how do you think they're going? And I said, I think it's incredibly close. I said, I couldn't pick a winner right now. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know America anymore. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, I would say, not a chance. Mm -hmm. Today, I have absolutely no idea. And that's what's more frightening than anything else, is that my neighbors might be at a point to where there's no saving them. If you can't see it. Yeah. At this point, forget Trump, forget Biden, forget politics, forget the R and the D and the elephant and the donkey. Forget all of it. Mm -hmm. Just look at what you're endorsing. Yeah. And I say that to the Republicans as well. What are you endorsing? Mm -hmm. You know, when we used to say, well, lesser of two evils. Well, yeah, but now it seems that one side is actually fighting for the darkness. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a problem. And yeah. how is it our... Our friends and neighbors can't see it. Well, that's one of the reasons I use the word sin. I mean, you, we're, talk, we're talking in a spiritual battle here. And you're like, oh, I don't get into all that stuff. Fine, don't. But I'm telling you, you want to see a spiritual battle, go after the teacher's union and see what comes your way. Because okay. once you face the darkness, I'm telling you, it's going to come at you with power that you never Tomorrow, thought possible. we are encouraging people to take on the teacher's union. Mm. Tomorrow's program, we have somebody who has put together an organization and all she needs is willing members, just willing people to say, I will do this in my mm -hmm. in my school district. If we can put enough people together, we can change our schools. And that would be a shot across their bow that they they would be stunned by. Yeah. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Home Title Lock. So uh, I don't know about you, but I used to, before I found out about this crime called home title theft, I used to think that whenever I left my house, I would set my alarm and that my home would be safe. And, you know, if there was anyone coming trying to steal anything, that my alarm system, my security system would let me know and I could figure it all out. Well, there's this little thing nowadays called cyber criminals who go online and find the title to your home and then forge your signature on a quitclaim deed and then they can refile as the new owner of your home. You are off the title. All of that retirement nest egg, all of that equity that you have put into your home, it's just gone. Yeah, but there you're, you're like, oh my gosh, this is the scariest thing ever. Okay, well, there's a solution for it. It is called Home Title Lock. Home Title Lock will protect your home's legal title and they will put a virtual barrier around your home title and anytime they detect tampering they will shut it down now you've got to go to hometitlelock.com register your address to see if you are already a victim you're not going to know it until something bad happens that you can't fix okay don't let that happen go to home title lock use promo code y that's w-h-y for 30 free days of protection that is promo code y at hometitlelock.com back in a minute You guys were just referencing the election. Uh, Georgia Secretary of State confirmed today that a thousand people voted twice in the state's primary election huh. in June, which is, you know, I mean, it's just a felony. It's just a felony. No big deal. A criminal act. And, uh, you know, we'll see if anyone gets prosecuted for no. it. But, uh, yeah, so they returned absentee ballots and then they showed up to vote in person. Mm. And but I 
it's weird because I was informed by the left that that never happens. Never happens. Voter fraud is like no, a myth, never happens. So. And this is going to work out really well. You know, in Detroit, they had their elections for the primary in August. I think August fifth. To this day, and I am quoting the uh, voting. What is it? Office of the Canvasser or something like Canvasser. that. Um, that it is such a tangled mess. They tried the voting from, you know, by mail. It's such a tangled mess that they don't know if they will ever be able to sort out who actually won. <laughs> ever? Okay? Yeah. God. They said it's, it's so upside down and inside out that they don't know if they'll ever be able to tell which, you know, which candidate actually won. So just what we need on the eve of <laughs> I'll, revolution. I'll, I'll tell you what. Let's I, try something different. <laughs> My new album, Y'all Shut Up, is the number one comedy album in America. And I don't care who voted for it or how many times. How about that? Is it really? It really is, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And I, but I don't know what to do with this stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm lost. It still fascinates me that people think that an absentee ballot is the same as mail-in voting. I mean, the... And, the, and the, no, wait, wait, wait. And mail-in <laughs> voting wouldn't be as bad because they think, well, mail-in voting, what's wrong with that? You didn't request it. Right. That's what's bad. Yeah. Right. It's just being mass mailed to everybody and their cats. Yeah. yeah. And if you requested it, that's an absentee val- ballot. Fine. Right. But why do we have to send millions of these out to unknown sources? That, that's it's just insane. Well, but I, but don't you think that that's kind of uh, the left's intention is to prey upon the people who don't understand the difference between mm. mail-in and absentee? And so people yeah, they, hear they, mail-in and they're like, well, why couldn't we mail our ballots in? That's unfair. Right. That, that, that's the left's deal on everything. Mm-hmm. Just play to the lowest common denominator. And when you control the media, I mean, I don't know if anybody noticed. Today, the big thing was uh, Donald Trump said, there's no way I'm going to lose unless it's fixed. Well, that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true. It's close enough to where he could legitimately lose. Okay. But the media was all up in arms. Look at what he's saying. This is so bad for the country. You guys said it last week. That's right. You said it last week under no circumstances. And the media was fine with it. Yeah. When you have the media, and I am praying to God that there's enough of us that have been, that, that have taken, was it the blue pill, right? Mm-hmm. That wakes you up or the, or red, the pill? red pill? The red pill. The red pill. That we've red pilled enough people that they will actually go and say, I don't buy anything that these people say. Yeah. Do you see where Facebook is offering people like $120 to get off Facebook at the end of this month? So a month before the election, they're encouraging people to delete their accounts for a period of time until the election is over so that they're not potentially influenced on which way to vote. What? And they're offering, they're talking about offering money up to no. $120 per individual who's willing to delete their Facebook account for a month. No. This is the kind of stuff. You talk about the fix being in, and the, I mean, this is, it's gotten asinine. So that's, that's the thing that bothers me is Google did this, um, Facebook is doing this um, on several of their platforms. And what they're, what they're saying is the, you know, uh, for sure two weeks before the election, they're shutting down all kinds of services mm-hmm. to stop you from communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. And they're going to up their scrutiny on anything. Well, what happens if Antifa goes and burns Chicago down to the ground? Right. 
and nobody's reporting on it. They say it's, you know, this is Reichstag fire stuff. And you can't get the word out that it wasn't Donald Trump supporters, but we know it because we have the video because the blaze was there mm-hmm. and we can't share it. Yeah. yeah. That, that's how you throw an election. What do they have planned that they're shutting down all communication? Mm-hmm. This is this is. And you're willing to go for it for 120 bucks. Yeah. Right. Hey, I sold my soul for 120 bucks. Thanks, Facebook. I mean, I didn't even learn to get, play the guitar or nothing at the crossroads. You know, I, I met with Satan and gave him my soul and the whole deal. I, who knew it looked like Zuckerberg? That bad haircut. 120 bucks. Do you still, do you still, Glenn, do you still think uh, this, it has to be a landslide either way in order for there to just not be like a, basically a civil war? Yeah. Give us the good news, Glenn Beck. Here's, I mean, here's what's going to happen. On election night, Trump is going to look like he won. Right. Um, and that's because there are going to be a lot of people that didn't vote on election day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's going to look like everybody won. Now, that is, that is something that Americans are used to, seeing the result on election night. Right. When they talked about all this voting, they didn't say that it would take weeks, maybe even months to figure out who won. They didn't say that. They just assume uh, people who are voting just assume, oh, well, they're going to count it like they do absentee ballots all the time. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. So it's going to look like he won. But you're going to hear the press say now, bud, he's got it's razor thin. It'll look like a blowout, but they'll say razor thin because of what we think. Then you will start to see the numbers trickle in and it will be trickling in in all of the states that are uh, that are key for a win for the Electoral College. And whether it's true or not, if he loses and it's close, the right's not going to believe it. If he wins and it's close, right, the left isn't going to believe it. That's what's going to happen. And I don't know about you, but. If it looks like they screwed with this election, I'm not I'm not backing them. I'm not backing them. Mm-hmm. They've done everything they can to screw this election up. And if they screw this election up, I don't accept them as president of the United States. At least this is my feeling today. I I'd have to see the 100 percent right? of that. Well, we went they that will say the same part. thing. Yeah, they yeah. will say the same thing on the other side. Then what? Right. Yeah. Then I, let I the revolution see, begin. I want to see thirty million dollars and twenty-four months of investigations go on. I want <laughs> private counsel. I want an investigation into the whole thing. That's what they did. That's what the Mueller deal was, right? They wouldn't accept it. Hillary Clinton still thinks she won, <laughs> and Bill's still tired of her. I can't say it. They'll get mad at me. <laughs> did you see that video the other day of Bill staring at the back of her head like he? Oh, you haven't you seen, seen it? that video? Oh, we have oh, to show uh, you over oh, the break. Gotta, yeah, we got to show you that. <laughs> Bill hates his life so much. <laughs> Hillary's still yapping about how, uh, you know, Trump won because of Russia and Russia, Russia, Russia. And Bill's over there off to the side like, this not this woman ever talking. shut up? She's still talking. <laughs> great. No, I wouldn't accept those results either. I'm with you on that, Glenn. I've been saying that for So America's an impasse. Yeah. Great. We well, need a Reagan-Mondale victory. That's what we need. Yeah. We do. Yeah. All right, back in a minute. And if Trump keeps going out there and saying, I'm going to win no matter what, he could suppress his own voters.
right, Dr. Andrew Bostom, who is a cardiovascular and epidemiology researcher, uh, did a spreadsheet, posted a spreadsheet online of uh, all of the cases in 17 state university systems of coronavirus. So tracking how this is working out with all of these universities that are open. Uh, They have thousands of cases, apparently, but there is no hospitalizations among any of these cases, which you would think would be a good thing. But uh, it... Apparently, the universities are still locking everything down. Uh, For instance, the University of Arizona has hired a private security company to patrol and ensure compliance of health and safety directives Mm. on campus. So all of these students are locked in their dorms. They can't go anywhere. It's like a prison. No hospitalizations. It is like a prison. They deliver three meals in the morning. This is true. They're delivering three meals a morning to these kids. They let them go outside for about an hour. They can't exercise. They can't be near one another. Closest thing you can do to physical activity is yoga. Uh, And then you have to go back in your dormitory. And I mean, imagine this is your kid, right? Bethany College recommends a go bag, a COVID go bag. Stop. Yeah, a bug out bag. So it should have things in there like pain reliever and fever reducer. It should have pajamas. It should have extra chargers for your phone. This type of nonsense. Now, forget the fact that when you get to the infirmary on campus, they're going to take the go bag and drop it in the trash because it's contaminated, too. But nobody's thinking critically about any of this stuff. Right. So make sure you got your pajamas packed, kids. And not to mention the fact if you go to college in new york you're really up the creek because there are people they're making them navigate ways say you're coming from california you have to navigate through states to get there that have the least amount of coronavirus cases they're actually tracking tracking the route you're taking once you get there you have to quarantine for 14 days so some people in new york city are having to pay almost half their tuition just to quarantine in a hotel and to eat and all of these things that they do and then they have to get tested before they can even start on campus for no hospitalizations Glenn. And i would just remind you when you go <laughs> pack your suitcases you'll be returning yes i mean truly uh, what uh, it, so we've we've spent this whole we've spent this whole time you've talked about uh the the marxist uh theories critical race theory they're infiltrating the schools so we have to worry about that with the schools but now we also have to worry about all of this going on with the schools they're tracking our kids they're locking them down the same thing i I can't, I can't imagine if I had a freshman in college sending him off to university. I mean, can you imagine the, the suicide rate is going to go up? Then may I suggest, don't, <laughs> don't. What are we going to do? They got to yeah. go to college. No, no, no they, they don't. don't. Yeah. They don't. Don't do it. They don't. It is a death wish. It's a suicide pact. You're, you're funding. You're going to lose. <sighs> Look at. We've all worried about losing our country. We've all worried about that. You're going to lose your children. Yes. Yeah. Okay? From the best homes, from the most religious, the most devout, the biggest patriot, you're going to lose your children. Yeah. And if you're going to come home Thanksgiving dinner with an extra streak of purple in their hair and another piercing in their face. So that Boy, I would be fine with blows. that. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's but, all that happened. Then they're going to tell you about how Bernie Sanders can save the country and socialism's never been tried and get rid of farting cows and the Green New Deal. I would even I would even be Alex. kind of OK with that. I just don't want my kid coming home and saying you're white. Yeah. You're old. And that's you're where it's headed. You're a bigot. You don't understand. That's where you know, oh, know. that's where it's, that's the I next know. generation. That's the whole deal. When you got a baby's book that's telling you that 
that you need to oh, tell your God. child when they get old enough to learn words that the first one needs to be, I'm sorry, which is in essence what that stupid book's about. Anti-racist baby, for those yeah. of you who haven't heard yet. The latest sensation, the kid's book that's on the end caps at Target. So, you look, basically open the cover, vomit on it, and go, here, sell it at Target. Do you know how hard it is to publish a book? How long it takes to publish a book? It, for a major distributor to publish a book, even a kid's book, it's at least a six-month process, okay? Maybe they can rush it three months, right. okay? But all of the books that are out, all of the textbooks that are out, these have all been laying in wait. Mm-hmm. Who prepared all of this. Mm. This is not an isolated incident. You are watching a play. I hate being on the show with Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I'll shut up now. I, no. I mean, it's necessary. So right. It's just, it's it's so just right. really depressing. It's just really depressing. Um, uh, this is why I drink. Sometimes I wish you still did, Glenn. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wasted all... Listen, kids. Don't drink. Don't drink. Don't yeah. do drugs. Mm-hmm. Until you really need, need it. blackouts. <laughs> you're going to need them. By the time you have 50, you're going to be like, I didn't use any of those days. We will give you rations of vodka. I got it. <laughs> oh, if I <laughs> Yeah, I could have a great time every day on the air if I was just putting shots back. It'd be great. Can I? That would be a good time. Uh, can I just really quickly before we have to go? Can I ask all this? You know, I was, we were talking about the coronavirus. We started out the segment talking about the coronavirus. What, like, when does this? When does this end? Because Governor Abbott, future governor. Mm-hmm. Governor Abbott just uh, extended the disaster declaration. Another 30 days. It's about, the, it's about the money, right? So for those of you, I know a bunch of people are yeah. like, he extended the mask mandate. This doesn't have anything to do with the mask mandate. Right. It's a disaster declaration. It's about funding. Um, but he did extend it another 30 days. And I'm like, for what disaster? Yeah. Well, the disaster is Greg Abbott right now. <laughs> and that's unfortunate because as a person who publicly many times has said, I support Greg Me Abbott, too. I voted yeah. for him Same. Uh, more than once. And uh, I, I want to like the man on a personal level. But this the disaster is Greg Abbott in this situation. Uh, this takes us 30 days, takes us. It, it starts to get us real close to the election time. And it is about the money at the end of the day. Things are always about the money. The issue is never the issue. I really hoped he was going to come out yesterday and say, OK, we got this under control. Because I am sick and tired of people saying that South Dakota is the standard by which the United States needs to operate. Texas is needs to be the standard. It's supposed to be. Well, it's not. It's, it's not. Because Texas be. isn't the Texas that most Texans think it is these days. You want to talk about... I mean, the other day, I, I saw a poll, and it's so hard for me to believe this, saying that Biden was leading by 5%. Yeah, 3.5. Yeah, something like that in, in Texas. And I'm like, come on, you got to give me a break. There's no way that's possibly true. Remember, Cruz only won by, what, two points? Texas yeah. is not... Texas They're anymore. Pun- it's not Texas anymore. We don't walk proud. We don't have that humble arrogance. We're not. They, we we got waffle irons in the shape of our state for crying out loud. South Dakota doesn't have that. We are the standard bearer. Well, we need I'm to telling be. you anyway. All right, back it in a minute. Be. We should be, but we we're, not. Be. we're not. We're gonna be. <laughs> are we? I wanted to remind all of you who maybe you're watching on uh, you're watching on YouTube, maybe you're watching YouTube live right now, maybe you're watching on Facebook or uh, Blaze TV. Don't forget, if you are on the go, you can listen to this podcast. Hey, subscribe to it. And by the way, while you're at it, go ahead and give us a five star rating. 
I mean, I don't think any of the other ones let you can't click. It won't let you click it if you do like one through four, but it only lets you click it if you do five. So you got to click helps the other five. people it. discover it. It does. Yeah. It does. So give us the five star rating. Go ahead and leave a review. Do it for all the shows that are on the Blaze Network. Uh, seriously, I, it, dri- it drives it, it up. It, it, al- it, it, it screws with their algorithm, which yeah. is tremendous. Right, because yeah. you know they don't want anyone else discovering these shows. Obviously, mm-hmm. they don't want anyone else discovering these shows. So help us make sure that people can leave us a review, uh, even if it's just, I, I don't know, the best reviews, maybe we'll read them on air. Maybe we'll see your own review on air if you go on there and do it. And don't forget to check out Glenn's special tomorrow. I will be watching it myself because I can't wait. Parental discretion is really advised. But it's cool in school without you around. <laughs> I mean, you're but, not allowed to be there then. Yeah. But uh, 9 p.m. Is it 9 p.m. Eastern? 9 p.m. tomorrow. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.